Hello everybody, this is Raul with the Catch Wrestling Alliance where we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much for watching us or listening to us. Uh, speaking of listen to us, um, if you listen to our podcast, um, I don't know, hopefully you didn't notice any glitch in the past week or so where there was some delay uh, with the with the um, with the episode coming out. Um, because we switched over to hosting everything on our uh, our own website. So uh, there was a little bit of problem with uh, Google and Apple uh, like switching over to uh, you know to our like getting the episode from our website instead of we were using anchor. Uh, so basically uh, Spotify so uh, but the interesting thing though, so even though I switched over to where the, um, where our podcast is being hosted, Spotify was actually the fastest one to switch over. It was like instantaneous that like all I said was just get the, take the file from our website instead of your website. And then they, they just switched it. So if anybody was listening on, or if anybody listens uh, to our podcast on Spotify, then um, there'd be no problem. You wouldn't have noticed anything, I don't think. But uh, on Apple and uh, Google, it just uh, took a few days. So, uh, but everything should be fine now. So we don't really have to have any ads or anything like on Anchor. Uh, they kind of want you to have ads, um, but no need to have ads anymore unless somebody uh, wants me to say something. Right? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so uh, any any recent updates going on right now? It's basically we're still um, doing our thing like at Fight Science MMA, still teaching class. Uh, we also have our classes going on at UCLA, which are going very well. Um, so just uh, we'll keep you posted on any um, events and stuff. Uh, in California, um, we there are like different judo and I mean, actually not judo, but jujitsu tournaments and stuff going on, but not as much as some of our surrounding states, like a lot of stuff going on in Las Vegas and whatnot. So uh, we'll see if we can start doing more things here in California uh, so we, we can keep uh, keep real wrestling events going on too, right? Okay, so today's question, or at least today's kind of topic is, uh, I found this cool old video. It's really short. It's only about two minutes long, uh, in its entirety, um, on um, on YouTube, and it was a brief video where the person who shot the video, it seems, uh, was had you know had access to Marcelo Garcia. So if you don't know who Marcelo Gar Garcia is, he is a very very well known and respected uh, jujitsu practitioner. His main account or his academy is out in New York, and um, so he's you know like ADCC champion and um, like all you know all the like he's super well respected, super accomplished, um, and so quite often you'll find on YouTube um, like videos of him rolling with you know really famous people, including famous wrestlers like Ben Askren and whatnot. And so in this short video clip, the person, uh, Michael Cooper, I believe that's the name. <laughs> I'm sorry if I messed it up, but uh, what I did was I linked the original video down in the description box so you can feel free to go watch it. It's very short, um, so it should be very accessible. But anyway, the, the person filming asks Marcelo Garcia, 
what he prefers or if he tries to incorporate judo into his nogi game and i might as well just show you the clip so you can so uh, just know that marcelo garcia if you're not familiar with him he does have a very strong accent um but hopefully um hopefully you can figure it out hopefully you can understand i really actually i did take their original video and i i processed it a little bit so hopefully there's like basically hopefully there's less noise i denoised it so you you should be able to like so the microphone focused on his voice instead of like all the surrounding uh kind of staticky noise around him um but beyond that like so like you actually should be able to hear his voice better than be than the original video but also he has a strong accent so it might be you know might be difficult uh just to understand but he's asked uh if he incorporates judo throws into his uh jujitsu all right so here we go i think like to learn judo it's way different than wrestling and wrestling like that you can you can use for both gi or no gi and if you learn judo probably going to be able to use just with the gi the no gi is going to be a little hard to make the adaptation for both so i prefer much more like i use the wrestling move that is easy to match with gi and the no gi then becomes like a really good in like a judo moves that are going to need the gi most of the time it's going to be really hard to do the same transition like a judo throws uh, in the no gi because you don't have the gi you see much more people like uh, getting good to take down doing wrestling than doing judo i'm sure you can do the transition where it's, it's really hard all right so hopefully you understood most of it if not all of it um so but basically what he says is instead of using judo um, he incorporates wrestling more into his nogi game uh because nogi are actually wrestling and i think you can kind of uh like infer that catch wrestling also would fit better into nogi than judo so that's basically his opinion it's like a little bit easier to take wrestling takedowns in particular he's talking about takedowns in particular uh and you can use those in both gi and no gi and he says that judo takedowns will probably um only transfer to like jujitsu in gi right so um that's kind of what he's talking about and why does he say that uh there's many reasons like the grips are a big thing um at which you wouldn't necessarily have the same kind of grips when you're doing no gi so what that means is like you know you wouldn't have the clothes to hang on to to set up your takedowns or your throws but um wrestling since it's gi basically um everything is set up based off of grabbing the person's body right so you find your grips on the actual body than uh grabbing their clothing right so um he's saying that he's he's been able to take some wrestling takedowns that he can use in both gi and no gi and that's what he would focus on more but ultimately i think i think i might have cut it off a little bit early um but he's just kind of saying he he was just saying like well ultimately i do jujitsu so um i spend most of my time uh training on like the techniques that uh are on the ground already so uh, i think ultimately he doesn't necessarily care how it gets to the ground 
uh, but wrestling in particular would probably be the thing that works best for Nogi as opposed to Judo. I tend to agree, but I think um, I want to kind of give some examples. So like for those of you who've been like watching or listening to our live streams, uh, some people were like the other week we were talking about wearing shoes uh, to, to even train Nogi and whatnot. Uh, which is totally fine, um, but then you you see, like, say if you were going to do like an MMA match, then you might want to not wear shoes, right? So you get used to being barefoot because that's how your match is probably going to be. Um, I think the same thing uh, goes on to like say MMA. So I would actually um, think that. Kind of like there's kind of like a nogi judo movement going on too. Like we actually have, uh, we we have a course on our website where we have a very skilled, well-known um, judo practitioner, right, showing you some of the fundamental nogi uh, techniques and stuff. Nogi judo techniques, right? So, but what I want to say about MMA is that like so since MMA you actually have more of an upright stance. Right, because you're you're kind of kickboxing at the beginning, so that upright stance actually um, like can like where judo can get an advantage in that point where like you, you saw Ronda Rousey and you see some other people using some of these judo and actually wrestling or even Greco was like Dan Henderson I believe he had more of a Greco Roman background, um, so you can get like these upper body throws because when you're in MMA, you you're both more upright when you start and or when you're striking right so um judo can kind of be a little bit more on equal footing to wrestling at that at that moment but since say like marcelo garcia um his focus right like he says in the video is you know jujitsu so right and, and in this case nogi jujitsu so um you don't have to be upright in your match at all you can start seated right um or you can start in more of a traditional wrestling stance where you're a little bit more uh, crouched over. And so um, so then wrestling in, in particular would be probably the most beneficial, at least in his point of view. Um, I tend to agree, right? Um, because, because of many reasons, like he says, like a lot of the wrestling takedowns can translate into both gi and no gi, whereas judo seems to focus or like be best with gi um but wrestling in particular can work for both but then also stance wise i think um wrestling and you can then bring that like bring that out to also mean catch wrestling would be the thing that would benefit or like be the most beneficial for someone to to like work on All right so I believe a lot of these things, so like in catch wrestling in particular, um, a lot of the takedowns, so the, the stuff that you start with standing, a lot of the fundamentals of each takedown can also be applied when you're on the ground or can be modified when you're uh, down on the ground, so whether on your knees or whatnot. A lot of these fundamentals and these fundamental principles can be used uh, at both, uh, both times. So um, I think that I think learning wrestling can, or at least catch wrestling can go more or can go beyond being just some kind of supplement to your 
like nogi or your you know, jujitsu or whatever. I think right now a lot of people still are kind of thinking of it as a supplement. Um, I kind of see that a little bit even at UCLA, but you know I've seen it for many years where um, you know people like their main thing would be uh, jujitsu, and then maybe they'll take an extra um, catch wrestling class like once a week or something like that. But the rest of the time they're doing uh, no gi or gi or whatever, All right? So I think right now for the most part, uh, catch wrestling is still seen as like that supplement, uh, but you know it can totally stand on its own. And it's uh, it does stand on its own. It's just uh, right now, catch wrestling is not uh, where it used to be in the like in the hierarchy or kind of you know, even in the the public mind. Right? It definitely lost its prominence, um, but um, it you know it can be really effective in nogi as well. Right? If not, uh, like how we had a few weeks earlier, we had a great. Uh, great video where you know they were it was discussed where like so like if it was a real fight or whatever you know catch wrestling would probably get the edge over uh your average jujitsu practitioner right so we have marcelo garcia one of the greatest kind of explaining it and so hopefully kind of with my breakdown of what he said uh hopefully if when i'll go ahead and play it again so hopefully it becomes a little bit more clear for you I feel like to learn judo, it's way different than wrestling. And wrestling like that, you can you can use for both gi or no gi. And if you learn judo, probably gonna be able to use just with the gi. The no gi is gonna be a little hard to make the adaptation for both. So I prefer much more like I use the wrestling move that is easy to match with gi and the no gi. Then becomes like a really good in like a judo moves that. I'm gonna need the gi most of the time. It's gonna be really hard to do the same transition like a judo throws uh, in the no gi because you don't have the gi. You see much more people like uh, getting good to take down doing wrestling than ju doing judo. I'm sure you can do the transition, but it's just really hard. Yeah, so hopefully, was that, was that a little bit more clear? Hopefully it was for the second time around. Um, but yeah, the breakdown's ultimately the same. I would, I would kind of give, um, credit to uh, judo especially in an mma situation um because again you're, everyone's upright right so you start upright and you try to kickbox upright and maybe go for your takedown or whatever so judo would be more on like equal footing uh with regards to that like sport specific situation right so with that being said let's go ahead and hear some of your thoughts um shinhee hello coach raul uh, what's the topic? So we're talking about judo and wrestling and super great um, jiu-jitsu practitioner Marcelo Garcia um, talking about how he would prefer wrestling takedowns over judo. So, um, okay, Intel, Northside Serpents. I love South American ground karate. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're all calling it nowadays, right? Ground karate. <laughs> I grew up catch wrestling. Intel Northside Serpents wrestling equals gross movements. Judo equals finer movements. Alec702. Khabib has a cool mix of judo and wrestling. Uh, yes, yes. So um, he's able, he's one of those people, Khabib is one of those people who can uh, really adapt 
uh, to any situation and make the other person look like a beginner, right? So a very rare and like the super talented guy. Shinhee for both wrestling and judo is very important aspect of BJJ, although it's very hard on the body. Hence the reasons why wrestling do very hard body conditioning. Uh, Amilcar Montiel, catch wrestling in the SGV. I'm assuming you mean, I'm assuming you're around LA, right? <laughs> so SGV around LA means San Gabriel Valley. For those of you who don't know, there's like a, actually LA has a bunch of like hills and valleys and stuff. So um, you'd be, um, I'm assuming you mean San Gabriel Valley. Um, so um, not exactly. So if you can come to mid-city area, we're at Fight Science MMA um, every Thursday night, actually at 8.30. So you still have time to drive over. Yeah, you still have an hour. So, <laughs> so come on over. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay, so Shinhee, during years of BJJ, most of injuries I have witnessed during takedown and wrestling drills. Yeah, I think that, I mean, sure. I think, I think it's also kind of like what a lot of people are saying about like, uh, wrestling is, be, is when you get injured or whatever but yeah i think i mean possible but um you know it, you know there, there's injuries all the time I, I i don't necessarily think that uh you know well maybe maybe amateur wrestling has like the potential to be a little bit more injury inducing i guess but a lot of times if you're you know if you're taking care of your body and stuff like that then um should be okay you know it's, it's like catch wrestling should be worse right because uh all the neck cranks and all that but um i don't know yeah i don't, I don't really see these injuries happening so much but yeah i do hear people talk about like oh the injury you know wrestling creating injuries or whatever but um i know we have a lot of people and you know doing collegiate wrestling and stuff like that so um we got we got a lot right so they can't all be injured like all the time. Granted, you know, you're always going to feel sore and whatnot, but they're not going to be like debilitated where they're like, you know, having to do surgery and um, stuff like that. No, but I guess, you know, who knows? Who knows? But I'm not quite seeing it. I'd like to see some uh, some evidence about that. So yeah, go ahead and uh, continue making your comments or questions or whatever. Um, but ultimately, we're kind of talking about how uh, Marcelo Garcia, the 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 great jujitsu practitioner, preferring uh, adapting uh, wrestling takedowns for his nogi over judo, and like you know, he he's described it himself about like how um, you know just the judo itself kind of stays um you know where it's like you know you're grabbing onto gi right grabbing onto a gi and so then it kind of stays within that realm right and i'm sure you know judo practitioners are probably uh you know beg to differ but my point of view or at least from my perspective and my experience would be more of like that upright stance right so the judo practitioners that i've worked with uh they tend to want to remain 
more upright because that's kind of what they're used to in in um, you know their like what they do in their competitions and whatnot. Um, so you can kind of lift someone up easier and kind of get under them easier. So that's kind of what I've seen, and I would say that that would be detrimental in a nogi and uh, even a catch wrestling and wrestling situation. Um, you know, take a and, and I've worked with some judo practitioners where we worked on getting them to more of a wrestling stance, and then you know, say like one example is like one wrest or one judo black belt that I work with. Um, you know, he's been telling me that a long time ago his friends that were doing uh, folk style wrestling uh they were able to just kind of like take them down often and then nowadays after doing catch wrestling for a few years um you know they just can't they can't do that anymore and he's he's able to hold his own or whatever when he goes and actually do really well against a lot of these um collegiate uh you know folk style wrestlers that are around in our like around la you know we have plenty because uh, we have uh we have so like even at ucla we have like a club sport for folk style wrestling folk style and freestyle wrestling uh the same is true for other universities and community colleges and stuff so it's kind of easy to um to meet other people who are just focused on uh the amateur styles of wrestling uh, even at the 10th planet jiu-jitsu place that I, I i go roll at um they um like on sundays i think they have uh, a teacher it's not affiliated with the school but they they have like amateur wrestling um and i think it's i think it's pretty well known i don't know it seems like a bunch of people show up but yeah they only want to do amateur wrestling they don't want to do anything they don't want to do the submission holds or anything like that they just want to do that amateur where you know their time limits they're you know they they're doing their thing all right, Shinhee, um, how catch wrestling leg locks differ from BJJJ, BJJ leg locks? Um, there's um, one of the things, too, so especially like the big example would be, I mean, yes, there is a submission hold, but say like for Frank Gotch, which would, which would be a mega example, um, they often would use what they call a toe hold, right? Not necessarily to submit somebody, but to give you enough pain to the joints where in order to relieve the pain, the the opponent would have to roll over onto their back. So it's more of a rolling someone over, kind of or showing the, the kind of like a neck crank where you can use that neck crank to get the person to move the way you need them to. So same thing with the toe holds, right? So when you're, so you can think of that as like the, even the, uh, so like a uh, yeah heel hook kind of position, you know where you you know like a heel. For those of you who are familiar with heel hooks, you know you kind of get it where it's like you have say the toes here and then you got the your forearm over the heel, and so you you still have that push pull movement. So you're you're like you're still doing this push pull where you you'll you give the person enough pain or you give your opponent enough pain where they're going to want to roll to relieve that pain. And, you know, some, you know, sometimes they roll and you know, they're actually making it worse for themselves. But um, that's kind of the idea. And that would be the main difference between uh, jujitsu and catch wrestling where um, the pin is still part of it. So 
you can use that kind of push pull pain compliance move to get the person to roll over uh, onto their back or to make them move the way you want them to move to set up another type of finish or a pin All right so um that would be kind of like the, the main difference i mean you can still totally use them as uh, submission holds and whatnot and, and also we have that famous example from frank gotch and his match against hackenschmidt where um, hackenschmidt was really scared of of his toe holds and uh, even though uh, frank like didn't really use them to submit people he actually still like pinned every you know pinned his pinned his guys right so he's pinned his opponents um when frank put his um you know like put his toe hold on to hackenschmidt like he's like mr gotch you know you know i give up kind of thing so um so that that is a big time example from history where you can kind of go to get an example of kind of like the different way of thinking about controlling even through the ankle um you know over just doing like heel hooks and stuff like that you can totally get submissions from all these positions because if the person can't move uh you know to relieve the pain then they 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 have to submit because you know they can get injured uh shinhee is the ball and chain a type of toe hold uh not exactly it is a type of we call it like a leg ride so um it would be something more like that where you can try to control somebody but um a toe hold you can do a toe hold from a ball and chain but um oftentimes you kind of keep the person from moving or getting away from you and then you can set up other other like uh, say if you have the ball and chain on one leg then maybe you can actually go for uh the a type of toe hold on the opposite leg or or you can, you can still try doing it on the same side leg but um um yeah up to you you can still you can try it you can try it because uh, that's definitely a technique that uh is possible but i i i like uh maybe setting up other other techniques as opposed to that same side toe hold Yeah, hopefully that answers your question, Shinhee. Uh, Shinhee is actually all the way in New Zealand. Hopefully New Zealand uh, opens up or lets Americans visit. I'd really like to go. Um, yeah, so keep me posted. All right, so if anybody else has uh, any comments or whatever, questions, feel free to chime in. Um, you know, otherwise, Shinhee's going to ask everything. <laughs> Shinhee's going to talk the whole time. Just kidding. Um, yeah, so let me know your thoughts, though, with regards to judo or, uh, you know, judo or wrestling being better for no gi. Um, I tend to agree with Marcelo Garcia. Um, you know, no offense to all the judo practitioners that I work with. They're all really great. But, yeah, it does seem like with regards to, like, creating a bridge or what would kind of go seamlessly into a no-gi game it would be wrestling but um a wrestling takedowns right how like marcelo garcia was saying in the video uh, but i think catch wrestling in particular would would flow a little bit more seamlessly into a more complete no-gi game 
All right. So um, let's go ahead and take this time to, you know, just let everyone know if you're enjoying the type of stuff we do, you know, just if, if there's any questions or comments, you can, at any time, you can uh, send us messages on um, any of our social media. But if, if there's a topic you want us to cover, um, you know, just let me know. A lot of times these these live streams kind of come about from a lot of your questions or your comments and stuff. So uh, just keep it coming. I really like to, you know, like I like to let you have access to myself as well, or to help better help give you a better understanding of catch wrestling, since there's so many different types of uh, uh, misrepresentations of catch wrestling uh, out there. So, uh, just to give you a little bit of background on myself, um, I mean, I've been doing catch wrestling for over ten years, and um, you know, I've of course I've trained with Billy Robinson and whatnot, but I trained with Roy Wood as well, who is like the lineage holder of Billy Riley. So the coach for both Roy Wood and Billy Robinson. And he, uh, Roy Wood is still the, the, like the, the successor and the coach at Wigan, right? So the famed uh, snake pit in Wigan, right? So I trained with with Roy as well. I also have like the highest level certification from American hook wrestling. So that'd be my good buddy, John Strickland on the East coast. So if you're on the East coast of the United States, please go train with him in South Carolina. So, um, so I believe that I would be a good source to get information about catch wrestling from. I also teach at UCLA. I also, uh, uh, teach at fight science MMA. So feel free to come train. So Shin He E, the Gotch Toe Hold. So yeah, the Gotch Toe Hold ultimately um, puts a lot of pressure on the ankle joint and enough to um, really get the person, get the opponent to roll over onto their back. He would do it where he would apply it on across the person's body and then he would lift the legs off of the ground or off of the mat and that would allow the person to roll over onto their shoulders. Gridiron Masters. Where did leg and ankle locks come from? BJJ seems to think they invented it. Are they right? Of course, BJJ thinks they invented it, but just remember, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is not very old, right? Um, what I guess officially Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, where they even have it, where they they, they officially started right 1925 or something like that. So catch wrestling had been had had toe holds much longer, but um, just so for everyone to to know, it's like you know wrestling has been what humans have been doing since the dawn of time. So uh, well, there's even like. Uh, was it like in in some kind of in in ancient Egypt somewhere? There's like depictions of all these wrestling moves on some wall. Uh, there's uh, you know there's basically um, what even in the Bible there's there's descriptions of wrestling. There's like what the oldest uh, storybook that we have, the Epic of Gilgamesh, uh, starts off. Well, it doesn't necessarily start off, but like really close to the beginning, there's wrestling. Uh, there's a wrestling match between uh, the main characters and stuff. So um a lot of a lot of these 
even for Ketrasing to claim they invented something, uh, still, you know, you can probably, if, if you dig deep enough, you you probably find the, a depiction of that same move in some, you know, in some cave in Egypt or something, right? So, um, uh, with regards to wrestling, because, you know, like all these different cultures around the world have been doing wrestling since the dawn of time, then uh, you can't claim to just automatically make up stuff, which is unfortunately happening nowadays where it's like someone's like, oh, I made up this move and uh, then they name it after themselves or they give it some funny name or strange name or whatever. So um, that's a little bit of arrogance or whatever. So, um, so no, all these techniques are quite old. Shinhee, coming from a BJJ guy, uh, BJJ people claiming submission holds to be theirs. He, you really don't like it, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shinhee's like, like the Mikey Lock or whatever. Yeah. So people are. Um, I've known some people who, yeah, they even uh, try to promote like the move that they made up or whatever. But um, you know, it, it all goes back to some like certain principles. A lot of times, like that push pull movement or uh, so like arm bars and toe holds and all these different types of um, joint locks usually in incorporate this kind of push-pull movement. So uh, so it, ultimately, they, you know, you can't claim to do something or to, to have invented something uh, that's like so new that it's like some human didn't do at some point in time. Gridiron Masters. I saw a BJJ no-gi match where someone who trained catch went against a no-gi guy bjj guy sat down immediately the wrestler fought for a guard pass and then got leg locked um yeah totally possible and what we have what we saw in um we kind of talked about it a few a few weeks ago where uh, flow grappling i don't know if you if you've seen their youtube channel but they put out like a 30 minute um a 30 minute video where you know they actually show like all the high level guys uh that they get from wrestling um and how they've gotten like leg locked like really fast right and so yeah that's definitely um showing like you know there's like shortcomings and even even if someone claims to have done catch wrestling and then if they get submitted in leg locks it's totally possible to get caught right but um chances are you know like who knows how long they've been doing it gridiron masters the comments were saying that catch sucks but the leg lock isn't from bjj so what does it mean to say that catch sucks yeah i mean that's the thing it's like the the mainstream mentality is this is dominant so it's like people are going to be thinking that jujitsu made up all these things so uh anything that's like has a different name or is you know like kind of seen as different than uh, could be seen as like not complete or inferior or whatnot but um a lot of times people don't know that history so then they're just caught up in the mainstream mindset which uh isn't always like a true picture right and like yeah like jujitsu is only what since what 1925 judo is also not very old i believe it's um uh a, I learned that it was like a recruiting tool for uh, Japanese youth uh, to bring them into the army, before, you know, so 
Um, it's not that old. And, you know, so, uh, you know, catch wrestling does have a longer history, a longer evolution, right? So, um, so there, there's kind of like this history that a lot of people um, just either don't know or they ignore or they, you know, a lot of times it's so easy to just get caught up in like the mainstream thing without having to analyze or to research, right? So then they just get stuck there and, you know, they think all kinds of weird, inaccurate things. But it happens in a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of topics, right? So Shinhi Yi, I can't agree more. Well, good, because I agree too. <laughs> uh, Hala, uh, nice to see you, Coach Raul. Nice to see you too, Hala. Thanks, thanks for for hollering, hollering <laughs> at your boy, right? Uh, Gridiron Masters. When I'm training, I hear the instructor say, "No, that's wrestling, not jujitsu." Then goes on to teach a wrestling move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So if it was um, if it was so bad, right? Then why why are they teaching it? Be they're teaching it because it's effective, right? And I feel that say like if you're uh, someone who is cognizant of well, let's put it this way. So there's say like my good buddy John Strickland on the East Coast. He's talking about like you know truly you if you're really really great at catch wrestling, you probably wouldn't need to supplement by training like at a jujitsu gym. Right. Personally, I feel like, yeah, if I, if you're, if you want to be doing no gi and, um, um, you know, if you, if you, if you want to, so let's, see, let's put it this way. If you want to be doing no gi, I wouldn't do gi at all. Right. So go to like a, uh, like a school that, that, I mean, you can go to a school that does both or whatever, but if they're only offering, like the school that I used to teach at, I used to teach a no gi for them, but it's only like one class out of two total per week. Um, so the rest of the time was all gi, right? So I would not recommend anybody if they want to do no gi, don't go to these gi heavy schools. You want to go to a school that uh, offers uh, no gi several times a week and also um, where they don't necessarily adhere to the IBJJF rules. Right, so if they're going to be teaching you leg locks and all that stuff, that'd probably be the place you'd want to go. Um, uh, what if if you happen to be in Southern California? You know, sure. Um, there's we have a, a wider variety. You know, of course we have several Tenth Planet out, outfits. We also have a um, you know we have what in San Diego um, was it Atos and all that. So. Um, and then also we have here in uh, Fight Science MMA where I teach and at UCLA, right? So I believe UCLA, uh, we offer no-gi and catch wrestling. So we got them all. We got it all, right? So And I guess I found out that uh, UCLA is, has the most diverse uh, martial arts program, I think, in the United States. So that means we have like, we have all these kinds of martial arts where I actually, I personally never heard of some of them. So, but we got them. We got them. So and uh and apparently people know about it because i heard someone i heard a student tell me like oh i did a style that i'd never heard of um i've been doing it since i was a kid so i was really happy that ucla has it and all that so yeah we so we have a very diverse program that has martial arts from you know not just from asia 
right? We have, you know, like say like catch wrestling is from England and stuff. So we have this diversity. Um, so I would say like, say if you, if you're big into, into Nogi, so kind of going back to our main premise with Marcelo Garcia, where he's like, like, hey, my, my, you know, if I, like I find wrestling more effective for Nogi. Um, so I would, I would incorporate wrestling more into Nogi. Right. And so he would actually, um, prefer to learn wrestling takedowns, um, as opposed to judo takedowns. Right. So kind of the same thing. If you want, if you want to be doing something specifically, do the real thing where it's like, so catch wrestling in particular has submission holds. It's also a no gi kind of style. Right. So it would be, it would be great. It would be like the thing you'd want to do instead of like, I'd say wasting time doing gi. And like going back to Gridiron Masters comment about like uh, the, he's like, when I'm training, I hear the instructor say, no, that's a, that's wrestling, not jujitsu. And then goes on to teach a wrestling move. Yeah. It's like, it's effective, right? So that's why they're teaching it, but they still want to seem like their thing is superior, which is, it's strange. It's bizarre. Hala, when are you going to talk about how long does it take to get a black a black belt in catch? Um, well, uh, traditionally there's no belts, right? So, and there's another thing where it's like kind of like the mainstream thinking is from this Japanese uh, tradition of using a belt system um, for our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy program. So, like our online training program that you can find on our website. Uh, we do have levels, so four levels instead of like the jujitsu five level thing. Um, so it does take time. It, um, um, it's really easy to kind of like get your white hair to finish the white belt stuff, right? So you'd have to show uh, proficiency in the fundamentals video course that I, that I put up there. There's two, the stand-up fundamentals and the ground fundamentals. Um, but then you have to, like, I, I definitely want to make sure that you, you're proficient at doing these things. So I, I ask that people or the students in there show, uh, like video of them rolling with other people. And so uh, many of you who are in there, um, have been showing that. So, which is great because you, you know, it helps me to help you better and also gets you to incorporate a lot of these techniques better. And so people are really liking it and finding uh, like success using traditional catch wrestling moves in nogi. Right? Let me see. Ooh, you got a bunch of comments here. Let me try to scroll back. Shinhee, this is why I wanted to see catch wrestling expand so people have more choice. I am sure there will be one day catch wrestling out of nowhere destroy bjj and then hate breed 516 talked about like when barnett dominated dean lister gridiron masters why do you think jujitsu has no pins i don't think a three second pin is enough maybe if you could catch someone in a 10 second pin there would be less laying on the back um, I think, well, I mean, there's different things to that. I mean, I, um, quite often, like, jujitsu is described as, you know, like, kind of a response uh, to wrestling. 
so uh, they, you know, if, if they're the person, if they're the smaller person and they're getting pinned all the time, then they try to develop techniques from from the bottom, right, to try to get out of being dominated all the time by a wrestler. Um, so there is that, like I always heard that um, explanation. Um, but also they try to talk about self-defense. So um, they're thinking like, well, there's always, um, you know, like if even if you're pinned down by somebody, then maybe there's there's still a chance that you can find a way to beat them like with a, with a submission hold or other some other kind of self-defense technique. So that's kind of their perspective or their point of view. So uh, there would be like no pins and, you know, and, but again, ultimately it's, you know, still quite, like you can still think that it's better to, you know, be on top, right? So you can still restrain and, you know, control the person, your opponent. Uh, so like say if you're in an MMA situation, then you can ground and pound. Or if you're in a no-gi situation, you can try to set up your, submission holds right so just as long as you're in control um you know being on top gives you a lot more freedom um so so there right um i'm not sure about the length of time i think judo has a um like a was like a 30 second pin or something where you you can kind of pin them where it's like, basically if you keep them on their back for a long time then uh, you win something like that. Shin Hee E. Hands down, catch wrestling submission is far more painful than BJJ and a faster tap. All right. Sounds good to me, right? <laughs> but yeah, definitely if you're doing it right. So if you're doing the techniques really well and, you know, um, you got everything locked up nice and tight, then the submission should be should be pretty fast. Hala, awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you for asking, Hala. Great. So yeah, go ahead and keep your questions coming. Uh, you definitely have a little bit more time uh, left. And so, yeah, kind of going back to one little thing with regards to the people who listen on podcasts, well, just so you know that, you know, this recording will be available uh, tomorrow, probably on our podcast. So in podcast version, wherever you get your podcast, and like there, it was just a temporary pause. Um, so hopefully, if you're listening on um, iTunes or uh, through Google Podcasts, then um, hopefully there was whatever interruption is fixed because it just took a couple days for uh, for Apple and Google to to switch over. Hala, approximately how many moves do you have to master in catch wrestling to become proficient? Well, a lot of times it's the fundamental thing where it's like you, you kind of like going back to gridiron masters technique or, or gridiron masters uh, comment about like uh, whether you're doing jujitsu or, or not. Or it, so you have to make sure that you're not falling into guard and staying in guard. You're actually trying to get off your back, uh, trying to not necessarily stand back up, but you're trying to do counters. Catch wrestling does have this really beautiful kind of flow to it where, you know, if you know um, a lot of counters, if your wrestling is really good, uh, you'll be going, flowing through all these different types of counter moves. Um, 
And if you're, you know, if your opponent is really good, so they'll be countering your counter moves and whatnot. So it does have this really good flow to it, but it wouldn't be like hanging on to someone like, like, um, like holding them into guard and all that in your guard. All right. So if so, if you, someone double legs you and you fall back onto your back, kind of into like a guard kind of situ situation, you don't necessarily stay there. You can try to roll them over or, you know, you can, you can try to get out, um, but still trying to keep it on the ground. And so um, learning those fundamentals are the most important things. And then the other move, so it's like you learn those fundamentals and then you learn our main submission holds, which basically there are three and everything's a variation of those three. So, you know, you have like the headlocks, right? So our neck cranks, our double wrist lock and the toe holds. So all the different leg locks can come off of that toe hold. Um, all the different arm locks can come off of that double wrist lock. Uh, the different uh, face locks and whatever um, come off of that, that head lock, right? So, um, and then we also have like rides, right? So different ways to control somebody when you're on top. Um, all that's part of catch wrestling. So um, you can kind of break it down to its fundamentals, but then you, you, you got to... Uh, be shown other varieties of techniques, right? So there are quite a few, but a lot of it gets just can be distilled to staying off your back and learning the submissions and uh, being able to control someone when you're on top. And if you're on bottom, how to get out, right? All right. Oh, you guys are making a lot of comments. Hold on. Let me back up the comments. All right, where are we? Oh, so Shinhee, like the double wrist lock catch wrestling will break your arm into three when BJJ Kimura only attacks at the shoulder. Gridiron Masters. I don't see someone I don't see how someone who can't escape a position like side control gets to keep playing like they haven't been beat. I know it's not a submission, but if they can't move, what's the difference? That is exactly correct. That's well stated, right? So, yeah, so this is, and this is why, um, like, catch wrestling was, is easy to understand for, like, a spectator, because if someone is stuck on their back and they can't move and they're struggling to get out and they cannot get out, you've shown that you've controlled them, right? And so I think that was, and I think you can still even see it in, um, like, in WWE and then even in the Olympic Olympic freestyle and stuff, you see this control. Uh, actually, probably even more so in WWE because they make a big spectacle of the pin, right? You have the the referee slamming the mat, going like one, two, and then like the person kicks out, right? And then eventually it gets to where it's like they get to one, two, and they finally get the three. Um, so yeah, even WWE, you know, still. You, you know, you, after this big, long, you know, many minute long uh, battle between the two wrestlers, then the end is that pin, right? Like the vast majority of the time and even in WWE. So, um, yeah, it goes back to showing that control. A lot of times in WWE, they, they hit each other, right, with the, you know, or slam each other and you do all these different things to then show that like maybe the person is so tired that they cannot put up a fight anymore and that's when the pin happens but that's kind of the same principle right where um the other person has that control they have the 
the enough energy to keep them from getting out or kicking out. So um, they won. Right? They've shown the, the the control or the domination, right? Without having to even submit the person, right? But because they, they just can't get out. Shinhee, gridiron. I totally agree. Hala, thank you, thank you, Hala. Gridiron masters. I know when I can't escape from a higher level mount, they have to get off me voluntarily if they want to let me work. Correct, right? And I think that that what you're describing is something that's happening and it's almost like understood in a way, like, but it's almost like unconscious that this has to happen where it's like, yeah, you've actually gotten pinned or, you know, the, if you're in the, like how you mentioned the person in Mount, um, um, then like the person in Mount has pinned you or if you can't get out and if they have to let you out, right, that shows like that they got some really good writing abilities, right? Good pinning abilities. All right. And so that, that should count for something, but, uh, Oftentimes, that is not doesn't necessarily count for anything in, uh, say, like in in a in a situation where pins don't count. Uh, Hala, hold on, once. gridiron master, someone who holds a dominant position in a tournament is called for stalling but the ref just doesn't realize that the guy on bottom has lost correct correct and so along uh, this is this is going to keep on that so it's like uh, the rules for ncaa wrestling have have changed throughout the year so uh, there was it was pointed out to me by john strickland that he found a passage in an old textbook where they did keep track of what they call writing time so um nowadays i mean they still have writing time but um, like say like if if they and they had longer time periods for their matches so um, if no one got pinned the, they would keep track of who was riding the other person longer or who was on top basically or who was the most dominant and that person would win right so the riding time was a criteria for the winner right to, de to determine who the winner was Hala, did you train Kern Jacobs when he beat five guys from the snake pit in one event? Uh, yes, I was like his 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 first catch wrestling coach, really. Um, and uh, so then John, my buddy John Strickland, also was helping. Um, yeah, but then after that, then he uh, went off to do his own thing. So yeah, I, I didn't coach him when you know I, I hadn't really coached him for. Many years. All right. So actually, I better get going. Talking about a uh, teaching class, so I got to, I, I must get going. Uh, my class is going to start in just a few minutes. So um, we'll go ahead and uh, thank you now for watching and listening. Thank you for helping um, to, you know, to be a part of this uh, dialogue. You know, feel free to ask any questions on any of our social media we're on of course uh like facebook pages you know facebook uh we're also on catch wrestling alliance uh same thing with instagram twitter uh we were at we're on tiktok also um and so for those of you who want to like 
help us out even more. You can become a member of our YouTube channel. Um, and we also have extra videos for, for members and stuff. So you can check out those, those tiers there. You can also, if, if you want to learn catch wrestling, you can go to our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com and join the CWA Academy where we have several courses there. And so it's graduated. So, you know, if you, you learn and then, uh, once you show proficiency, then you can get access to more, uh, lessons, right? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for so get, still getting some comments. Thank you. Thank you for those of you who are commenting. Um, yeah. Thank you for your time. And yeah, hope to hopefully uh, all of you guys can come back and we can have another discussion next week. All right. So thank you. And together we will keep real wrestling alive.